Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, October 14th, 2021. Before we get to that, um, it's a story that everybody's been watching, but I have some suspicions. But I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. I originally canceled tomorrow's short format vid chat. I did that just yesterday when they were predicting the storms that we've been having all week to continue into tomorrow. Um, now they're saying it will clear out tomorrow. So the short format vid chat is back on for tomorrow at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. So please tune in there. Um, I haven't even checked yet to see if there's anything on the short format vid chat. Please remember, we are having storms tonight. So if I get kicked offline or the power gets uh, taken out and I don't show up tomorrow, <laughs> you'll know what's happening. It's that time of year, folks. I cannot control the weather. Uh, it's We just have to grin and bear it and slog through it. But anyway, that's what's going on. Um, pardon me while I light my anti-COVID stick here. Uh <laughs> And you may think I'm joking about that. I put up another article about nicotine and COVID prevention for tomorrow, or pardon me, for uh, the honorable mentions on Saturday. Now, I want to do a, a review of this story about the cargo ships backing up on the Pacific Coast ports of the United States, particularly uh, the port of Long Beach in California. And I want to read several article or several paragraphs from this article. The article itself is titled Florida invites cargo ships anchored off California to make port in Florida. Okay. And you have to do a little bit of thinking about that. It doesn't take long to see what the flaw might be, but we'll get to that. Um, there's something else going on here, folks, and I don't think it's COVID, but we'll get to that too. Anyway, here we go. Quote, President and CEO of the Florida Ports Council, Michael Rubin, released a statement last week encouraging cargo ships to make port in Florida, claiming the state is the solution to the global supply chain crisis. Florida is where your success comes in, and our seaports are the solution to ensure the cargo shipping logjam doesn't become the Grinch that stole Christmas. With inflation growing, shipping and manufacturing industries can save time and money by calling on Florida ports, he continued. Why pay to more off the coast of California when Florida shipping lanes are open and serving as the gateway for getting goods to America's market? And I'm skipping. They even include, this is kind of, uh, this is in gray, but I've linked the article so you can look at this map. Uh, you can barely see all these dots off the coast of Long Beach, California. Those represent uh, cargo ships that are anchored and waiting to unload. And if you look at the actual map in the article, you'll see lots of cargo ships in the port itself trying to unload. But it really is a backlog, all right? So anyway, continuing... The Florida Ports Council on its website noted that Governor Ron DeSantis allocated $250 million in stimulus cash 
to 15 of the state's seaports to offset supply chain disruptions, and so on. In response, Joe Biden and co. announced Wednesday that the Port of Los Angeles would begin operating at a 24-7 capacity in a bid to clean up the mess his policies started, namely lockdowns and COVID welfare. Well, I wouldn't blame it all on Biden and co. I'd spread some of the blame around to Gavin Newsom and people like that. Now, here's the problem. If you look at the trade coming into California ports, as most of you might guess, it's coming from China. Now, there's two ways to handle this if you're going to if you're going to port in Florida. You can have those cargo ships if they can squeeze through the Panama Canal, make yet another, you know, several thousand mile journey to Florida and unload in Florida, which is going to drive up prices. And this is what makes me think that we're looking not so much at a COVID policy. Forget about uh, Biden and co and, you know, the COVID narrative for a moment and just think geopolitics. Uh, the United States is pivoting, as you know, to the Pacific Basin militarily. And what I suspect we're looking at, let's remember China itself is under a lot of economic pressure. There's flooding going on. There's power outages going on. Again, the Three Gorges Dam is filling up and so on and so forth. They're in a real mess. Add to that, in addition to the usual flooding that they're experiencing this time of year, add to that the demographic crunch that they're in as the population ages. So China is in a much more fragile position. Don't forget about the collapse of Evergrande and everything else that's going on there. So they're in an economic bind themselves. And as goods are not being offloaded in the United States, those goods are not funneling money back to China. So this is from the from where I'm sitting. This looks to me like a bit of economic warfare being done under the guise of COVID. Forget about what Biden and co and all of those uh, airheads are doing. Now, let's look at the Florida option here. If Florida were successful in pulling that trade from China to Florida, how would it be done? Again, the Panama Canal is uh, a bit dodgy because a lot of cargo ships are too large to fit through the canal, so they'd have to go all the way around the Horn of uh, South America to get to Florida or around the Horn of Africa. As you know, the Straits of Magellan in South America are very, very hazardous seafaring uh, lanes. They're simply not used that much. So where would China be able to ship its goods? This is a very interesting thing because in in offering Florida, what DeSantis is really doing, in my opinion, is he's forcing that trade to come over the rail links between China and Europe that have already been established. And I want you to remember something very significant. Those rail links already run and they have already sent trains directly from China to places like Hamburg and Rotterdam, you know, large ports in Europe. They could probably run all the way to Brest in France if they had to. So my point here is, is the rail connection already exists. And that connection can get goods moved by rail in 11 days. Now, the problem is 
that current network I don't think can handle anywhere near the volume of the C trade. But if it were to happen, that would be a huge boon to uh, the European nations that export out of their large ports. And it would be a boon to China. And it would be a boon to Florida and the East Coast of the United States. So something I suspect is going on here. And the reason I'm mentioning the uh, rail connection is that the other part of this then would suggest that, that perhaps Governor DeSantis and others are trying to restructure the trade between China and Asia to route it through Europe, just as China has been arguing with its One Belt, One Road initiative. Now, all of this is high-octane speculation, folks, I grant you. But I don't think that this supply bottleneck can be explained, at least in the United States and Canada. Uh, I can't speak for Europe and so on. But at least as far as the United States and Canada go, I suspect that this, this supply bottleneck serves other purposes than simply the COVID narrative. I suspect that the real purpose behind this may be either one, economic warfare, or two, a at an even deeper level than the economic warfare level, is the idea of restructuring the volume of trade so that goods and services are not simply flowing through the Pacific. They're also beginning to flow in a much greater volume through uh, Asia and those rail connections. So this is a story I think we have to watch. If my if my speculation here, and it's again, it's it's a kind of a wild, high octane speculation. But if my speculation bears uh, any any possibility of being true, then I suspect that we're going to see this restructuring really kind of kick off over the next two or three years. But a lot will depend, again, on what the states on the East Coast of the United States do um, in terms of restructuring the shipping traffic through the Pacific. I don't think, uh, I don't think the Panama Canal option is, is going to be uh, cost-effective, <laughs> let's put it that way, rather than shipping through uh, ports in California and uh, Washington and British Columbia. So time will tell, but this is a very, very interesting story, and I wanted to bring it to your attention. Um, uh, let's see, in the chat room, uh, default user ID says, I'm surprised Biden hasn't pushed the port of Wilmington. It could handle two or three ships. Well, it needs to handle a lot more than two or three ships. Um but, you know, you've got Norfolk, you've got Charleston, you've got New Orleans, you've got Houston, Galveston, you've got New York City, you've got Boston. You've got a lot of ports uh, on the east coast of the United States, and you certainly have major ports in Europe, Rotterdam, you know, being uh, probably the largest. So, you know, the way I'm looking at this uh, user ID is th that they may be really trying to restructure uh, the flow of volume of, of Asian American trade rather than uh, simply this is all about COVID. 
you know, I'm so sick of the COVID narrative, folks. No, everything in the world that's happening is not about not about COVID. Uh, Kathleen one six eight says, "Can they dock in Oregon? Portland has a port, but I'm not certain that um, Portland. I smoke cigarettes because it helps keep my sinuses clear. Distorted reality. Uh, I have had suffering, been suffering sinus problems all my life, and this does help." But Portland, I don't know that Portland would be large enough to handle those large cargo ships. I, I'm simply not that familiar with the um, with the port of Portland. I know it's there, but if you're thinking in terms of large cargo ships, I would think probably Seattle, Tacoma, up in that area, Seattle, Tacoma, or Vancouver in British Columbia. Um, anyway, so... That's my wild high-octane speculation of the day, folks. Uh, if I'm right about these speculations, then we have to watch uh, the volume of China-America trade. Um, I do get the impression that maybe there's an attempt to restructure things here. But time will tell. That's it. Don't forget, tomorrow the vid chat is back on. That's the short format vid chat. That's the one where you post your comments and questions directly in the comments area on the website in the members area. Uh, please get those in prior to 10 o'clock tonight. That's when I'm going to start printing them out uh, for tomorrow's vid chat. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views, folks. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.